Welcome to the You Can Be Unstoppable podcast. My name is Ewelina Szczoblewska, your host and certified hypnotherapist. In this podcast, I will share with you how to tap into the power of your subconscious mind. I intend to share with you how learning how to use the power of your subconscious mind can help you to create successful an abundant life with ease, how to connect with yourself while fostering a healthy relationship with your body and mind. Tapping into the power of the subconscious mind will help you to learn how to manage your emotions, become more resilient and present in all of your relationships. Self-love and self-worth are the keys to the kingdom of success and abundance, to happy and healthy life on your terms. Last week I had this amazing opportunity and privilege talking to Veronika Sova Ovusum. And she's an absolute gem. She's an impact course creation strategist educationalist, board member of educational communities worldwide, impact coach, top 50 most impactful people on LinkedIn, dancing addict and inspirational speaker. Veronica helps entrepreneurs creating a transformational online courses with a master framework. We had the most amazing conversation. We covered a number of topics and among other things, we talked about how transformational entrepreneurial journey can be. How important it is to identify who we are at the core level and as, as a matter of fact, the importance of self-love and uh, self-esteem how we as humans create our reality through our thoughts and choices. We also talked about the importance of shedding the programming, the domestication that we all received over the years, a programming that created layers and layers of programming that we need to shed in order to find out who really who we really are because it dims our light. And there was so much more that we covered. So if you want to find out, keep listening because this conversation was on fire. Perfect. So thank you, Veronica, for agreeing and coming onto my show and talking to me. Yes, it's and, a pleasure. Oh, awesome. And I want to structure our conversation around uh, self-love acceptance, something that I think we kind of skip over a little bit too quickly in our entrepreneurial journey mm. but I think as an incredible part uh, that feeds into our uh, success yes and I know that's something that you uh, talk about in uh, your business as well mm. and I wanted to kind of take it back into beginning a little bit and I know that you officially on LinkedIn started in uh, 2017 yes and can you tell me what motivated you to start 
uh, on that journey. Hmm. So if you know my story, um, you know that I come from the educational background. So I used yes. to be a teacher back in the day. So I, I've been a teacher. I had been a teacher for over 15 years. And this is back in Poland. I did my master's in educational sciences and I taught, I created programs. I, you know, I just loved what I did. But during that period of time, Evelina, I lost my way. Okay. We ventured into this entrepreneurial world, you know, young married couple let's set up a business yeah let's make money <laughs> let's do as you, do. Yeah, you know yeah well you know with that just intention okay so we set up this business yeah things were going great and um I realized that I'd lost myself I really wasn't living my according to my standards according to mm-hmm. what I wanted I was kind of passively living through life and it was only when after a few years and my <laughs> It was a success. We were doing well. We we made the income. We really had a great period of time in the business. But after a period of time, things started spiraling down. And when I found myself in front of this pawnbroker's shop back then, this is like 10 years ago, selling my precious belongings, like we had gone bankrupt. Nothing to my name. So it kind of became clear to me like Veronica uh who are you really like you're not this business owner you've lost it you you know you're not that by that time I'd almost lost the status of a wife my marriage was on the rocks by then (laughs) you know you're losing all these things so who are you and it embarked me on this journey on this journey of self-discovery and I remember stumbling upon audiobooks by Neil Donald Walsh uh conversations with God And it opened my mind to the belief system, to Mm -hmm. the paradigms, how our minds are really wired. And I realized that, wow, I had created that reality, that that hell, that that rut, that moment in the pawnbroker shop. That was my creation. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, really? Then who am I? And it, it embarked on this journey and I realized and I learned after reading and really immersing myself into the self-growth, that I'm pure, intelligent energy, right? That's really it. It's, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it is what it is. I'm pure vibrational energy when you look at it even on a cellular level. Yes. And we know that energy is creative. Mm-hmm. And is that's creative. so powerful what you're it saying, is. because I think that's what a lot of people don't feel comfortable maybe looking into that that we are energy on a cellular level as you say and we are the creators of our reality all of it that we created in our lives we have chosen at some level whether there were choices that we made consciously or unconsciously most of them are unconscious that's a scary <laughs> bit <laughs> and that's the thing most of them is unconscious and automatic because it's the way we are is our way of being that we've created over the years yeah and we so unaware of that but you can really look at your life and you will tell you exactly who you are because mm-hmm. you, the life you've created is the reflection of you yeah yes um so you know being this vibrational being the reality is what we create through our thoughts, through our choices and all those things. So I was like, okay, hmm, what do I want to create then in my life? And that kind of realigned me to the truth of who I was. So fast forward over the years, I was sowing seeds. 10 years ago, I didn't even know it was called 
um, you know, rewiring or reprogramming yeah. the mind. Like, you know, we're just doing what we're doing, right? But that was what I was doing, rewiring, reprogramming, planting new seeds. And eventually they started to reap as coaching found me. Mm-hmm. Coaching, I always say coaching found me because by some divine force, I stumbled upon this feed and I was like, whoa, that's my language. You know, unlock potential, the mind, subconscious. Like, oh, I want, I want, I want to see this. <laughs> so I signed up to the workshop, and I was like, "Whoa, this is it!" And I was like, I, "I'm going to be, I'm, I'm coach. I'm going to become a coach. I'm going to help other people unlock yeah. the potential and find themselves because I've lost myself, and that was my journey." So I was like, "Yes, there's a way of packaging it. Oh, yeah, let's do it." But I was broke then. I had no money to invest in that program. But uh, luckily. I had to use my last dime to pay for the installments. And I'm like, this is my ticket to freedom and really realigning, finding myself, my purpose, my mission, because I've totally lost my way. Mm-hmm. And um, so I fast forward, here I am. And uh, we, I became that mindset coach originally, the personal mm-hmm. development coach originally. But then that's a whole different story because you're a coach. So what next? Like, yeah. okay, am I really serving? Where are the clients again? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, how am I supposed to market myself? So that's a whole different journey as a coach. Yeah. Yeah, and it's amazing what you said because I can see this uh, with my clients and mm. various programs that I've done as well, working on myself. <clears throat> as humans, we tend to wait till we hit the rock bottom before we say, okay, wait a minute. Like I need to look at myself and not my life and change something, but because I had enough of yeah. being sick and tired mm. because we can be sick. Unless my coach says you can be sick and tired and sick and tired. But when is going to come the time when you are sick and tired mm. of being sick, being and, sick tired? and tired? <laughs> it reminds me of the story of um, a grandfather and his grandson sitting on the porch and uh, there's this dog lying down on next to them and the dog keeps on moaning. Mm. Yeah, and the son is the grandson asks the granddad, well, why is the dog moaning? It's like, well, it's sitting on a nail. It's like, why doesn't the dog just stand up? Well, it's not hurting the dog enough for it to stand up. Yeah. So like you just said beautifully, um, it the threshold yeah. to that pain, uh, how much we can contain that pain and frustration depends in all different shades, depending on the individual. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that story before and it's actually yeah. beautifully explaining um, how most of us live. And mm-hmm. that was my story too. I had to hit the rock bottom before I was sick and tired of being sick and tired and <laughs> yes. decided to do something about that. Um, but back when you started and kind of tying that back into um, our topic for today, yeah. what was the biggest thing that holds you back? And now in retrospect, you can say, I wish I knew about this earlier. I wish I've learned about this earlier mm-hmm. because it would sped up my journey or would have made it so much easier for me. Yeah. Not knowing who I was, would I, I would say that. I, I, that answer is just, it just comes to me so easily and so it's so obvious. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who I was because of the layers and layers and layers and layers of years of programming. Like you are layered by not only your experiences, but also inherited beliefs from every single body that has cared for you or you have encountered in your life. Can you imagine the number of layers that our true self is buried under? Oh, I know that very well. <laughs> so you can, um, yeah. Hmm? yeah so you can, yeah, 
yeah, yeah you're, you were saying you, you also can relate in your stories. You can imagine how we have to dig and peel and ugh, to really get to the core. So finding my true self really was the, the beginning of my success. Mm-hmm. Because when you ask yourself this question, you know, who are you when you've lost everything that you have ever identified yourself with? I always share this question. Whoever I talk, like this is a question that changed my life. Who are you when you have lost everything that you have ever identified yourself with? Mm-hmm. To be you're like, you're, you're, you're like naked, you're like bare, like then you're like, oh. So um, understanding that and understanding mm-hmm. I'm this creative being and I can create and I can evolve yeah. and I can, I can, uh, you know, create things from nothing, kind of, you know, when I say the substance of nothingness is actually a substance, that's a whole different topic. We'll not go that deep, but from nothingness, from that substance yeah. of nothingness, so that is amazing. So knowing that I'm like, I'm going to create and you see me, of course, online, and I'm uh, very expressive and very creative in how I show up because I'm always create. I feel as I speak, I'm even I'm very passionate about it because I, I love creating what my soul desires at that moment in time. You know, so um, you can see the very diverse approach I have when I show up because I have that soul. I'm not just one way or one style. Mm-hmm. I'm many, and it doesn't apply to everybody. We're all different, but that's just me. Yeah, but that is a beautiful question that you said, mm. um, because all of us has got beliefs that do not belong to us. We just pick them along the way from people who cared for us, like you said, from school, from parents. I call this domestication. We've all mm. been domesticated to a certain level. Love it. <laughs> um, because we are being born perfect, beautiful, mm. without any issues, so to speak, with any prejudices. Mm. We have no beliefs. We know that we are worthy enough and lovable. Show me a baby that is thinking at three in the morning. I'm not going to work, you know, cry and wake up mommy. <laughs> They're like, I need attention and I am going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worthy of that attention. Yeah. And so, but we pick up those beliefs along the way. And like you said, it's a beautiful question because if we stripped all of this and become naked, so to speak, yes. who am I without the struggle? Who am I without those beliefs that I've created about myself, all those coping mechanisms that I created that are protecting me from feeling hurt or exposed or seen, but at the same time, they also hurt us from being who we are. Mm. Yeah. Because you need to be able to step out of that. And that is one of the things that I find people are afraid to doing because they're afraid of that question. Who am I if I leave the struggle behind? Mm-hmm. Who yeah. am I if I'm not being defined by the uh, victimhood I've uh, found myself in? Because I can ha- put my hand up. I've played a victim more than I would like to admit. <laughs> but I didn't see it. I was like, it's not me. It's the life. It's the environment. It's the government. It's my mum. Yeah. It's my brothers. Or whatever I decided to blame on. Mm-hmm. And, and I let my power mm-hmm. leak mm-hmm. to other people, to other circumstances, because I was not standing in my power. Because like I said, it, like I wasn't comfortable looking at who I really am. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Of what uh, that created the resi- like, like that um what was the word I'm looking for that um tug of war inside mm. of me right. because on one hand I was like I really want to be me and find me and be me but on the other hand it's like well the ego is like but you need all those mechanisms that are protecting you you need to hide to keep yourself safe mm. but the tug of war was so uncomfortable for me that like we were uh, talking about this earlier I was sick and tired of being sick and tired yes yeah and you know one very um quick way of identifying really your truth is by first of all identifying what you are not because mm-hmm. it's very easy you know all the layers yeah. of the beliefs process right? of elimination you know <laughs> yeah yes you know so filter I'm not this this is actually is this belief mine originally okay, is this what I want to continue to believe? Like you get to choose what you're not. So what is left is what you are. And you can create from that essence of your values, right? What you stand for, right? What you want to experience in life, right? And and, and then move towards that direction in a creative way and create a path that will unveil the steps forward and and, and will allow you to experience a fulfillment along the journey, because it is a journey really I mean there's no one destination so and like you said in the very beginning before we even hopped on the live is it all boils down to self-love yeah you know as a simple like as it may sound to be able to peel the layers have the courage to take the time to discover explore identify it requires a sense of self-love to want to even go there mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it it is, and and it's it's funny because growing my business uh, online has been solely because I've been myself. I say, you know, if you want to grow, you need to be yourself because that's what's going to attract your dream clients. That's what's going to attract your tribe, and that's what's going to keep you on track, not allow you to burn out, you know, that easily, and um, keep you focused on what's most important. It's difficult not being yourself. Like <laughs> it's exhausting. It's <laughs> I would say it's exhausting, you know, if you're trying to pretend and do something that you are not. And I suppose that is really hard these days because there is so many influencers online these days telling you you should be this way or that way. You're supposed to talk to customers this way or that way. There's all those people trying to persuade you that the only way, my way, (laughs) to build your business is this way. But actually, I would say the way to build your business is to be you uniquely you because this is what is going to differentiate you from everyone else because mm-hmm. there is no one else as Veronica out there there is no one else as me Evelina they might be doing what I'm doing and they might be doing what you do but they won't be me they will not experience the same things I did or you did you know we might have a similar stories but everyone puts a different meaning and interpretation on all the experiences that we went through absolutely you know and that will create a different personality that's it right we are we are only the observer the experiencer and how we experience uh, an event is is what makes it different the insights yeah Yeah. you know so but that's powerful because i when i work with my clients i can see this very often that the issue that come to see the coming to see me is only a presenting symptom Hmm. it's not usually the issue is the coping mechanism that they've devised in order to deal with life that becomes a problem yeah but that usually stems back to something that happened to them in the past and they created certain interpretations 
mind created certain, certain uh, connections and is going to be different from person to person. Yeah. One person experienced something and that experience actually gave them strength and made them a much better person. But someone else would experience exactly the same thing and they would collapse under that. Yeah. And they will create beliefs that are very unhelpful and um, diminishing to their power. Mm -hmm. They will think they are not worthy or not enough. Yeah. And there's a huge power in interpretation that we create. So what I always ask my clients is if Mm. they don't like something, it's like what meaning and interpretation that you choose to attach to, to that yeah to, to that. the object yes yeah whatever we have the that subject is. and the object the subject is really is us right and the object we can the, the subjects can you know be all different and the object will be the same but depending on where the subject stands the perspective and the meaning will be all different right but the object always remains so like you said it, it all um, depends on the attachment and the meaning we give the object or the yeah. event or the situation so it's challenging, you know, in today's world to really um, talk about peeling the layers, being vulnerable, opening up, being yourself when we have been programmed for so long. It's taken generation and generation for this belief to become a part of your bloodline, kind of. And now we are um, peeling the layers. So I, I feel we need more messengers, right? More and more people that spread the word so that they don't have to hit rock bottom to wake up like yeah. we did. You don't have to really. No, you don't. And what you said earlier, what's required is courage because that work can be uncomfortable. And actually, when you step into that entrepreneurial journey, what I think I've realized, that journey will push all your buttons. (laughs) Absolutely no hiding from yourself. Oh, God. Because every little error that you're thinking that, you will hide under binge watching Netflix or a glass of wine in the evening. When you step on the entrepreneurial journey, I'm sorry to say, but <laughs> a glass of wine at night is not going to fix. Oh, no, it won't. It won't. But I had a, I had a glass of um, gin and tonic last night. <laughs> <laughs> I had a long day. I was like, oh gosh. And I, you know, I just chilled. Oh uh, no, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> It, it, you know, and uh, with the entrepreneurial journey, for me, it's focus. And to focus, you need to know who you are and focus on what's most important and what you have within yourself that you can now be of service to others. Mm-hmm. You know, in the beginning, yes, I knew who I was. That I had already embarked on that journey, uh, but I struggled to, to really find my art as a coach online specifically. Uh, that was another self-discovery on its own. Because mm-hmm. but by that time, I was like a warrior. Like, you know, I just needed a tribe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, you know uh, so that's another journey. Okay, so the warrior who's now like finding her tribe, but she realizes that uh, it's her tribe that needs to find her. Because yeah. they're all scattered all around the world, right? Yeah. So but let's go back to the energy, what yes. you were talking about earlier people will find you energetically they will find you because they will resonate with your message and by being yourself you shine the true you because if you were trying to be who you are not or when you haven't quite found yourself yet and we can just stumble slightly in the dark 
your message may be a little bit off because you're still on that path of figuring out who you really are. That's it. But when to get there, people will find you because they will resonate with you, with what you've got to offer. And it's all about service. It's all about serving other people and making the life better because that absolutely lights my fire when I work with my clients and I'm able to make the life better. Um, It's just beautiful. It just makes my life meaningful. Yes, yes, and that's the whole point. You know, we I call I call us uh, light workers, right? You know, yeah, we, we want to light the way for others through a path that we've been through, and yeah. um, holding that torch, we can pass it on to them so that they can hold the torch to someone else, yeah. and the ripple effect. Happens. Yeah, and would you say that while you were creating, creating or figuring out who you really mm-hmm. are? How important would you say is finding the deciding as this is who I want to be and working from the point B? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my story, because the truth is I'd buried my story mm-hmm. when I became this coach. I, you know, the past failures, the entrepreneurial world, me being a teacher, even I'd buried that. I'm like, oh, you know, teachers uh, are not very much appreciated. Um, you know, I worked in Poland for many years and um, it wasn't something like, oh, you know, so I just buried that. And I'm like, I'm a coach now, like I'm a mindset coach and I'm here to, you know, help people unlock their potential. So for me, it's, it's really demanded that I unearth my, um, I call it the gold dust, but unearth my treasure box, right? I didn't see it as a treasure box. I, I felt it was something I'm just hiding behind my past. I'm not interested. I'm like this new person. But uh, I realized that, no, there's a lot of value that I have also from the past. Yeah. And uh, when I realized that, I had a passion to inspire, to impact as a teacher. Like, Veronica, you have 85 million hours of teaching experience, which you absolutely loved. Yes, you lost your way. You kind of diverted, but, you know, teaching was your first love. That's the fact. Mm-hmm. I followed my mom's footsteps when I saw her when I was 16 years old. I remember going into her classroom. She was a nursery teacher back then. I was like, wow, I want to be a teacher too. I just knew it then. So it was my first love. So kind of um, unearthing that and then the mindset coaching. So it's like knowing who I am, that's the first step. Yeah. Knowing my values, what I want to do in the world, the impact I want to have. Now, the question is, okay, so how can I serve um, what I have, that gold dust? How can I use that gold dust? I have a lot of gold dust, but specifically the teaching experience and mindset coaching. So I was focusing and narrowing down to what it was. It's like, Gosh, you've been creating courses, lesson planning. Like Poland is very robust when it comes yeah. to lesson planning. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are very particular. And I love that about Poland and how the, the education there is one of the best, yeah. I would say. Uh, and I was like, oh, creating courses. And as an ESL teacher as well, I went into companies um, creating programs for their um, teams and their departments mm-hmm. on how to better their communication in English. So I was like, Creating courses, mindset coaching. I'm going to help other coaches create online courses. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Veronica, you can close your eyes and create a lesson plan in five minutes if you have to, like, you know, a short one. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's how I started to focus and find mm-hmm. my, um, my target by starting with me and earthing that. Okay. And then, because there's a lots of p- parts to me. I used to be a dancer, a singer. I used to be this. I used to, I do many things, but what really came down to the core value and then saying, okay, so what can I do with that? 
So it became clear, we help people uh, create courses. Okay, but who? Because people, I wanna create people like me. Coaches, I, need, I think I need, we need more coaches. They have a lot of experience with stories. Uh, consultants as well, they have a lot of you know, um, expertise. So they wanna package that and now pass it on. And that's where online courses comes in. So I was like, I know who I am. I know what I have to offer. And now I know who. All the stars aligned, Belvinina. All the stars aligned. My messaging became super clear. Um, the insights, the advice, my stories all resonated. And I started, the warrior had found her tribe. Oh. Perfect. Yes. And it is that courage that you mm. showed up for yourself. Mm. Because I think I've been kind of trolled online, if you like, you know, when mm. I was um, kind of... Um, showing up and, and yeah. saying what well, I know it's uh, really helpful yeah. uh, and people found it quite offensive when I said that you know we are the creators <laughs> we are. <laughs> uh, I was like well that's that's all fine you're on your journey I'm on my journey but it's amazing that when you step up use your courage find your voice as true you and there's always trolls there's always someone who doesn't mm-hmm. like you you know you can't be everyone for everything for everyone it doesn't work um and i think that's really important to understand because fear of judgment is mm. a thing <laughs> it is. Uh, people certainly do fear that massively and that stops them yeah. but when you find your voice love yourself really truly as you are so that the fear of judgment just kind of goes because yeah. who cares because i love myself i know i'm amazing you know you find your values because if you know what your values are then making decisions on a daily basis becomes easier it does because if you choose between i don't know going out for drinks with friends or actually working on your business when you may be at the early stages you know where your values are and values can change as we go and as we grow Um, but when you figure out all those elements and put them together a beautiful thing can happen like your goal does but the mindset work is necessary because mm. yes, the past is important because it's it's who you are. You know, it molded you to Veronica as you are today, but we need to make a peace with past, deal with it and leave it where it belongs in the past. But also don't forget it, that the past created us. And that's yeah. part of your voice today. Yes, absolutely. Um, what I speak about, my messaging, my insights, the, the wisdom that I share is from the insights and the stories that I've experienced and from the learnings that I had to go through myself. So that's how the voice is created. You know, it, you, when we talk about find your voice, what does that mean? We say that find your voice. Huh. It's, it's, I feel it's more about your voice is always, it's being created and it evolves and mutates. It's like, your voice is like your spirit, <laughs> you know? And it, it's always evolving and it gets stronger. The more you use it, the more you master, the more powerful yeah. it gets. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I want to tie this back into self-love because I think I've seen something that you've posted in the past, uh, you like way back in the past and you kind of a few years later. Um, 
and the confidence level on the two pictures and the way mm. you were loving yourself was obviously very clear. And I think that is a huge thing because often when you ask people, it's like, do you love yourself? And they give you a lip service. Sure, I love myself. Like, who wouldn't? But when you start actually digging deeper, there are depths to them where they do not accept themselves, whether that is the way they look, whether that is because of the past. So that's where the mindset work comes in, whether that is because they are not happy where they are in life or whatever that is behind them. So to what extent would you say accepting yourself, loving yourself is important in order to find yourself, to have that authentic voice? Mm-hmm. accepting ourselves is a continuous journey because <laughs> there's so much depth to us and so much new findings that you're always continuously exploring and that's what love is isn't it yeah. it's an everyday daily act you find out something new about yourself which you're not very comfortable with but then you practice that compassion that kindness that understanding and you embrace it and if you have you know the choice you improve on it whatever it is so love is an is a daily act self-love so if you ask about how, you know, about acceptance, it's an everyday thing, everyday forgiving. If I made a mistake, if I didn't live up to what I said, I, I, I said I would do or didn't do what I said I would do, you know, instead of beating ourselves up, having that compassion, that kindness. So it, it makes life um, more pleasant as you experience this relationship with yourself. And um, you, you always end the day with, you know what? tomorrow I'm going to be better or tomorrow is going to be a new day. And uh, today is not going to be defined by who I am tomorrow. With each breath, there is a new chance. Within each breath I take, there's a new possibility and a new way of being. And that's what I'm going to tap into. So it's a continuous lifestyle, really self-love. Every day I find new parts of myself to love or to accept or to embrace, you know. Um, So it's a daily act. Imagine you're the partner. It's like a one-off thing. Yeah. You know, the other thing you irritate about the person. (laughs) And that's beautiful because, like you said, we have to choose to love ourselves every day. It's an act. Yes. You know, we choosing to love ourselves. And we do this by the way we treat ourselves, by the way we talk to ourselves. And as you said, we sometimes... Um, the, the way we treat ourselves, we wouldn't treat the best of enemies. Yet mm-hmm. we talk to ourselves like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, it's just, it's just when you take something for granted, that's what. Happens, yeah, it, you know, ah, you won't care. Oh, she wouldn't. That's what when you take when you don't really respect that person. Like you know, ah, she wouldn't care yeah. if I did it or if, if I didn't do it. So that's how we're treating ourselves. We're taking ourselves for granted. Yeah. It, yeah. Beautiful. What I like to ask myself as well is like if I'm on the kind of um, I, I'm struggling to make a decision or I'm not quite sure where to take it. I ask myself if, and if kind of takes the edge of it, mm. if I truly and deeply love myself, what would I decide? Yeah. What would be the uh, best yes. course of action? Yeah. There's this exercise, this is called What Would Love Do? Mm. And um, it, it's exactly that, you know, when you are in two minds, what would love do? Then, you know, it becomes clearer. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that is really important because we overwork. We put too much on our to-do list. 
we do so much and it's easy to do too much because we live in a society that promotes overworking and overdoing and hustling for more but actually, going back to the energy we talk about, I actually is beauty and immense power in doing less and being very intentional mm. with where we put our focus on. Because we create by thought alone, you know, where we put our attention, where our intention, we create our reality. Yeah. yeah. So when we love ourselves and we show up as the best version of ourselves with the kindness, we can create absolutely anything that we want. You know, when we hate yeah. on ourselves and we hate on other people, we cannot create love or no. positivity in our lives. Those two energies don't go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, I always say where we're... we're um where energy goes, creation flows. So uh, if you're focusing, I like to focus on 20% of things that will give me 80% of the results I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So that way you're working because smarter. Uh, so essentially, yes, it's, it's all boils down to loving yourself and uh, making sure you have those boundaries set, making sure you're focusing on what's important for you now so that you can create what's meant for you tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. <laughs> So um, I think that'll be my last question to you. Looking at new entrepreneurs that maybe haven't done much mindset work um, and they you know, hustling and bustling and really working hard at finding the true them <laughs> um, as they go, what would be your biggest advice to all the new entrepreneurs maybe that they are in the first year of business? Mm-hmm. And they're not quite sure what's not working, but clearly something isn't mm-hmm. working. And from your perspective, your expertise, from your journey, what would you advise to them? Yeah, they, they need some unearthing. <laughs> they need some digging <laughs> because they've started with the surface. You know, if you want your crops to grow, any farmer knows that they need to till the soil first mm-hmm. before they sow the seeds. So if you haven't tilled your soil and you're just uh, sowing seeds on barren land or hard land, which hasn't been tilled, your seeds are not going to grow. So you're going to feel frustrated, you know, and with time, like nothing is happening, you're not seeing the results, obviously, because you haven't tilled the soil. Any farmer knows that. So really, um, it starts with you unearthing what your soil is, your gold dust, and really focusing on what you your sweet spot is because it's from that essence that you can create um, more beautiful things in your life and more beautiful experiences more impactful experiences so what's your sweet spot I would really start uh, some people call it the sweet spot I call it the golden spot from the gold dust (laughs) right so that would be the starting point that was my starting point point starting if I find my gold spot my golden spot my sweet spot and that meant unearthing who I was what I was good at meaning my past experiences my stories my knowledge and my passion and then finding the interest section and saying this is what I want to do as serve in service of others and this is uh, what I have and this is what I can do and then decide who I want to do it for and then start doing it for them. <laughs> so um, really it starts by finding your sweet spot and many people haven't they just you know grab business ideas from anywhere and yeah maybe some will work um, when we set up our business we grabbed some ideas from anywhere and it worked <laughs> but it wasn't sustainable <laughs> so you can learn and I suppose it worked till it didn't because the hard work can pay off. Sure, of course, you know, and you suffer, you sweat yeah. blood and you do all those things and you lose friendships and you do. Ah. So. 
yeah yeah exactly I, and I've been there too when you put hard work yes can pay off but this I don't think most entrepreneurs go into entrepreneurial journey because they want to work more <laughs> well, <laughs> they're yeah. going in there because they want to work less yes and the one that fulfillment the one the happiness you want you know so um yeah yeah, and some people have managed to do that. Some new entrepreneurs, they, they really have found that passion and they've really found that sweet spot and they're creating from there, there and that's great. Uh, but yeah, there are some that are still in the dark. Yeah, and that's, that's it's sad because um, it, it takes a courage to step out of the comfort zone and, and do something different, something against the grain. Um, and I love this because I think there's a lot of um, mixed messages from the society in terms of how we should live and what we should be doing in order to be happy and fulfilled. And unfortunately, that's not a way to go for most people. They lose themselves in there because they do what prescribed by the society. But I think it's not necessarily the way for most of us, it's about who you are really and truly deeply, regardless of, like we said earlier, the domestication, the, the mm-hmm. beliefs, the patterns that you've picked up along the way, the way the family thinks that you should live. It's about, like you said, unearthing of who you really are, doing the work and stepping up, stepping up for yourself because it's your life. <laughs> it is. And... Not trying to, you know, end on a pessimist note, but we've got a limited number of these and it's about living now, mm. not tomorrow. The life doesn't mm. happen yesterday or mm. a week from now. It's right now because we don't know how long we've got. Yeah. So mm. love yourself, step up, you know, master that courage, do the work and life will be sweet. Yes, things unfold and uh, it unfolds in beautiful ways, right? Things that are happening, opportunities start happening and, you know, doors that you didn't even know existed start opening when you are in alignment with um, your passion, your values and your goals are in alignment with those things. Then we can move smoothly. Yeah, beautiful. Well, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Adelina. (laughs) And on a high note, Uh, thank you very much for being here and talking to me and i will see everyone else soon bye bye thank you for listening if you found value in this podcast i would like to ask you to leave a positive review explaining how this episode helped you to improve your life I ask you to do this because this will help other people to improve their lives as well. Share and spread the love all around you. Raise your vibrations to improve your life. If you would like more transformational content like this, connect with me on Instagram. You can find the link in the description of this podcast. And I'll see you over in the next episode.